Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At it, homegrown radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Yes, uh, another another day. We haven't actually done a podcast together in a while. It's been so much stuff going on the last couple of weeks. Well, we've been doing pods. They just been in the form of interviews, right? So uh, we've been giving y'all a lot of interviews, giving y'all this work. But now it's time for us to give you some more opinionated uh, opinions. That's what I'm saying. We haven't got a chance to talk about the things and the events that's been taking place. It's in the been last a lot of shit weeks. going on. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying. That was my first S word, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Take tabs now. Did we mention uh, Kanye and Kim Kardashian divorcing briefly? All right. So obviously, I don't think. Are you surprised? No. Okay. I was gonna say I don't, I don't think the world is surprised about this. Kim keep a man like my mom. I, I don't know how your mom keeps a man. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doodles. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, DJ Head. He'll be here all night. <laughs> Damn, mom's gonna see this like for real. Kim Kim Kardashian keep a man like my mom do. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but who's at fault for this one? Do you It'd be, think it's a turnover rate like a AAA call center? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man! <laughs> You're out of here. All right. Whose fault do you think this is? For the, what, who Kim you, and Kanye divorce? place the blame on majority at this point? Well, I think obviously it has, I mean, in all seriousness, it has something to do, well, not a lot to do probably with Kanye's uh, mental health mm-hmm. issues uh, because of his, you know, I could imagine his, he has what, rather erratic behavior. Right, right. Um, I think it also has something to do with finances. Yeah. Uh, I think it might have th- something to do with the kids. As far as like him, um, it might have some. I don't know. It's a lot. I mean, That's just speculation. Yeah, we don't we part. don't know the nuances. But my thing is this, and, and again, this obviously we're we're in a society now that people don't take it as serious as they possibly should. Right. And and le- and we don't know the back end. If she's in real harm or real danger, which you know, with somebody uh, that that is potentially sick like that, um, but you you sign up for that, right? Mm-hmm. When you get married, it's for better, for worse, sickness or health. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the vows you go under, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is, you know the type of individual that, that Kanye is. You know this is what you signed up for. How much more do you think she could have put up with or should she put up, have put up with? Mm-hmm. Is it one of those things where it's like, I'm going to hold him down regardless? Or it's like, damn, I have to protect the family, the kids, whatever. Like, And I don't. I, I think with, with Ye's personality 
we know what we get. Yeah. And if you marrying him, you kind you really know what you get. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I I don't know if I, I'm not put, placing a blame or a fault on anybody, but I'm just like, damn. I wonder if there was more that could be done in this situation. Because on, I would I, like to see. I mean, obviously, I never want to see anybody get divorced. Yeah. I never want to see anybody break up their family, especially or they, with the kid, like the kids that are involved as well, or their homes. Mm-hmm. But I think that you should also take in consideration your mental health and your happiness as well. And I said this to, I say this to all my homegirls too. Like, not being happy is enough. Like, you don't have to have a, a concrete reason to leave someone. Like, just if you're not happy, that's that's enough reason, in my opinion. Yeah, but if there's a a way to fix that, no, if there's yeah, if there's obviously a ways to, you know, rebrand the relationship. <laughs> I like that <laughs> on your PR. Yeah, okay. If there's a way to rebrand the relationship, then by all means do so. But if you're not happy, mm-hmm. it should, and you know that that this road only is going to lead to more unhappiness, then get out. Okay. Um. Again, I think that leaves room for a cop out because anybody can say they're not happy. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. There, there are certain things that like, man, I'm not happy with the way this person sleeps or, you know what I'm saying, it's annoying. Like, I'm I'm being, I'm exaggerating, but I'm just saying somebody can use that as an excuse. Then that person exit. wasn't built for it anyway. True. So, I don't know. I I, I just feel like I'm that. not married, though, so you would and, be able yeah. to tell me better than I could tell you. And that's why I say that. I, I, I feel like once you sign up for this and for people that are, that are thinking about marriage, these are the things you got to. Think about. It. I, I feel like a lot of times when people decide to jump into marriages, they don't they don't think about the long haul. They think about the wedding and oh, we're gonna have a cute family, and it's like nah, bruh. It's a lot that goes into it. It's there's a somebody lot of ups and downs. There's somebody who said that to me before. Like oh, we make cute babies. Nah, hell yeah, nah. but you're annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you about that? How we gonna fix that? We have annoying ass baby. How, <laughs> how we gonna work that out? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's. I, but again, I like the fact that they haven't made it. Um, they haven't gone back and forth with shots so far. And I, again, this is still early in the divorce. Who knows what's going to actually take place or go unfold? But as of right now, if they can just keep it, you know, hey, we're not together for this, that, and the third, and move forward. Cool. But once you know they start throwing shots, that, that's when it kind of get kind of gets sad. Like, damn, man, I don't want to see that go down. So. Um, I do want to switch gears, man. Talking about Bobby Schmurter. Yeah, Bobby Schmurter is home. Bobby is free. We haven't really had a chance to talk about it. But I, I like a couple of things about Bobby Schmurter coming home, right? Mm-hmm. And getting his celebration. And I remember um, having this conversation with a couple of, um, what, what, what did I call them before? Community leaders. Community leaders. Yeah. Shout out to Big U. <laughs> Community leader out there. Okay. Shout out to Big U. Yeah. But I remember having a couple of conversations with a, with a, a couple of commun- community leaders mm-hmm. in the streets. And I was posing the question that should someone be celebrated for, quote unquote, doing what they're supposed to do? And what that means is with it, if you partake in a certain in the, in the criminal underworld, mm-hmm. right, and you don't tell on anybody and you do your time or whatever, I I was asking, is that something to be celebrated? And I think it, was, it, it ended up coming down to during the conversation. I remember talking to Glasses about this, too. But I remember um, it coming down to it being a part of the current climate of mm-hmm. things because, you know, there's so much, so many things and people who don't take accountability for their actions. Right. People who run away from the responsibilities of, of things that they have done. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we're in this current climate of individual 
where there's a lack of accountability, then you now you celebrate that to incentivize other people to take accountability for their actions. So I do like that Bobby Schmurder in his case took his time, didn't complain, uh, end up doing more time than he was actually supposed to do. Just so his uh, So they can do the same amount of time. Right, right, right. And, I mean, I think it's commendable, part one. Obviously, committing crimes is not commendable. Mm-hmm. But I think if you commit a crime against society in any capacity, it could be if you stole a Snickers out of the grocery store mm-hmm. and you pay your debt to society, I think that's that stand up. I respect it. Yeah, and and I, I like the fact that since he's been home, there, there's a meme that I saw, or not even a meme, it was a video of him in the club. You know, <laughs> smarter out there getting his bag, first and foremost. But second of all, he's in the club, and so a, a young lady, I guess a bartender, one of the hosts tries to pass him a drink. He's yeah. like, nah, 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 uh-uh, got that water, got that got H2O. Right you know what I mean? They're they looking at me right now. I'm cool. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that was because he knows – People are watching, or if that is uh, an internal change for him. But either way, I like the fact that that was on display. Whether he knew people are watching or not, that he he celebrated that. It was just like, now nah, I'm cool. Like, well, based on what I saw, I think he's done a lot of soul searching. Mm. And he's gotten a lot of insight as to what the real meaning of life and being here is about. Mm. And so I don't think that he's on the same type of time he was on when he went in there. Mm. I think, obviously, jail changes everybody one way or another. Right. But I think for him, I think it was a life reflection thing. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to um, I forgot. I think it was Remy Ma. I think I, I think when Remy came home, mm-hmm. like I, I don't remember how long she did. She did some years though, and I remember. Was, I want to say it was around. The, was it six, seven years? It was. It, she did some time. Yeah, she did some time. Yeah, and I remember when she came back. She was saying how it changes you one way or the other, mm-hmm. and uh. Like, I, I think that for Bobby, Bobby Schmurter in his case, and I think that jail has changed him in a certain—I mean, we, we, I mean, he's still, it's still only been, what, a couple, a few weeks. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, if he get back into the into the swing of the bullshit. But I think that it has changed him in a positive way from what, from what I can see and from what I listen to him talk. Mm-hmm. He's definitely not the same person that he went in as, but he was also a kid when he went in there. Man, that, that's wild to think about that. Um, but he did get that bag. I want to circle back on that. Yeah. Uh, All-Star weekend just passed. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was outside, outside, and we'll talk about a couple of the activities that took place. But I was reading up and saw that he made $300,000 this week, that weekend alone, this past weekend Just All-Star alone. weekend? Just All-Star weekend. There was one show, I want to say it was a hundred and it was just under 200000 One of the shows, just one show alone, like I come to, come to town Friday, Get a bag for damn near two hundred thousand, and then right. all the other shows rounded up. It ended up being three hundred thousand dollars, man. In so one weekend, in one week, I don't know if I've made that much money over the course of my life. Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. I, I I don't think so. so. I don't think so either. Salute to Smurda, man. He he's home. He's focused. He's getting that bag. Um, just stay safe out there, man. Because there's the 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 one thing that I do see, and it happens when everybody comes home and. The, the hoorah around it. There's a lot of people in his pockets right now. There's oh, a lot sure. of people watching. But, 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 hey, he went and did his time by himself. True. So, what does that have to do with people being in his pockets? Because them people didn't do your time with you. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so we saying the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were like, but, like, hey, you know, let him be in his pocket. Nah. No. Okay. He went and did that time dolo, so he, he get to shine dolo. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I I like to see it. 
Um, I'm happy for him. Actually, and, you know what? Oh, go ahead. No, I was, just, I was gonna close it off that okay. way. I'm just happy for him. I got something I want to talk about. I was listening to Jess Hilarious podcast. Okay, mm-hmm. it's called uh, Shout out to Jess Hilarious, and she's on the Black Effect iHeart Radio podcast sure. network. It's called Carefully Reckless. And Jess's last episode was called Liar, Liar. Please mm-hmm. check it out when you have a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was talking about times when she lied to get ahead. And oh, she God. told this story. She told this story about how she was doing her funny videos. On, you know, Jess Hilarious was on Instagram doing funny videos, mm-hmm. right? And they were just 15 seconds long. Long story short, Martin Lawrence ended up discovering her, had, her, had his brother reach out. And offered her to open up his tour for the What Now tour, All and right. this was when they're both from Maryland. So obviously for the for the Baltimore show, Baltimore. Um, so when they went back, I mean, when when she she when Martin Lawrence talked to her on the phone, he offered her like, "Hey, you know, I like your stuff. I think you're hilarious. You know, would you can you can you open for me when I come back to Maryland?" She like, "Hell yeah!" He was like, "You do stand up?" She was like, "Hell yeah!" Now mind you, she don't do stand up. Like she was that. just doing videos. She was doing videos. Wow. But the she, opportunity was so there. So Martin said, how much time can you do? Now, anybody who knows anything about stand-up, yeah. okay? I, I've done stand-up before. Mm-hmm. I did one night only. I, I was there. Remember. I remember. Oh, yeah, you was yeah. there. This was 10 years ago yep. or something like that. Yep. I did stand-up one night only. Stand-up is one of the hardest things to ever do because it's you and a microphone. Don't take it lightly at all. Do not take it lightly. That being said, if you know anything about stand-up comedy, when you watch a one-hour special, that's probably a year's worth of material, material yeah. that that comic has come up with mm-hmm. to to do a, an hour special on Netflix, right? How long she say she could do? She told she told Martin Lawrence she could do half an hour. Get the fuck out! <laughs> you know how uh, five, now, mind you, five ten minutes is like bro sweat because when minutes? you you did what ten minutes? Or did I did you do ten five? minutes. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I did ten minutes, and most of it I was I was freestyling. <laughs> Like, just telling stories about the homies. (laughs) Now, mind you, she told Martin Lawrence, a king, like a a legend. Oh, my God. A legend. That she could do 30 minutes. That she could do 30 minutes. That's like an HBO special right there. He said, all right, bet. (sighs) Now, obviously, when time came, she ended up doing 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Because she didn't have 30 minutes. Hell no. Long story short, the moral of the story for her story was, shout out to Just Hilarious, really enjoy her podcast. She was saying that sometimes you 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 know you put in a position where you lie mm-hmm. to get ahead, and that her opening for Martin Lawrence changed her whole life because she Very got true. other opportunities to open for Monique and all these other major, and then put her on a, plat- a platform to be able to do. And I was thinking to myself, right, when have I ever lied to quote unquote progress in my career? Mm. And I was listening to it, and you know, I, and I was just reflecting, like, damn. I have done that before. Of course, you got to I mean, you you almost have to do it, or you you're passing up on an opportunity. Yeah, that that you could literally use for something else. And it happened here. I, I can yeah, I can imagine. At iHeart. I remember our boss, one of our bosses, hit me up and was like, "Hey, can you load, you know, all of these shows up for us into the system?" For sure. Absolutely. And, and it was like, yeah, you know, we'll give you a couple extra hours. You know, Yo, and this was early, too. This, this is when early. we were sleeping this when at I the first station. Got, yeah. This is when I was asleep at the station. Yeah, I know. And I first got hired here. Now, full transparency. Now, I don't know if I, if we ever talked about this before, but when they hired me at Real 92.3 in 2015, they hired me for two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was hired to do a mix on Friday night and a mix on Saturday night, one hour each. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I'm not going to get into the pay, but it was nothing. I'm about to say, what pay? Right. <laughs> right. So that being said, when the opportunity came to do some more shit around this yes. motherfucker. Yes. Yes. I can do it. Yes, I'll do it. I had no, no idea way. how to load anything into the system at iHeartMedia. Yeah. Okay? No idea. Yeah. But I'm going to figure it out. Yep. Hey, can you load the system? Can you load these shows? We'll give you two extra hours. Yep. Yes. Yep, I'll do it. <laughs> no problem. And then I was now now it's like, oh my God. <laughs> I gotta learn. I gotta to figure out how I'm gonna load <laughs> this this yeah. into that. Yeah. Right? Yep. So I just say that to say it, it was good to hear somebody else's perspective. But I also remember when you got hired. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. And I, man. you I remember your interview was like third Wednesday, Thursday. Well, it was, was Thursday. On Wednesday, I was on air Friday. Okay. Your interview was your your you first got walked into the building. Your interview was Wednesday. I'd never been to this building prior to that Wednesday. I walk in, you know, do the do the interview, you know, and literally the same same boss was like, All right, so yeah, you know how to Yeah, been on radio before for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know okay, so you familiar with this system? Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> People that okay, this is a radio term, right? They was like, So you know next gen. Yeah. I had no idea what Next Gen was. <laughs> all I knew, my radio folks, all I knew was Vox Pro. Yo. I knew I could record some shit. Hey, <laughs> now, the system that I previously used, the two stations that I was at before, I just remember it, was, it wasn't it was Next Gen, for sure. Okay. So I didn't know how to hey, use, you know how to use any this? of that. Yep. yep. Never for heard sure. of it, though. <laughs> you never heard of it. At all. <laughs> At all. At all. Hey, yep. I know so how to work that. You're going to be on I know Friday. how to run my own board and everything. And, and to, to fast forward it even more, shouts out to the homie J9 because he helped yep. train me. Yep. Right? But even, okay, even then I had no idea what I was doing. I knew the basics. Right? I remember I remember coming in for your first show Bruh. on the air, right? And I literally looked at your hand. Oh, yeah. I was And I your was hand I was, was doing this. For people that don't understand, like your hand was literally on some Michael J. Fox. Like it was just like, and I was like, and I was just like, oh, like I was like, you gotta relax, yeah, like, because nah, I. The thing is, so here's here's a lesson that one one of my mentors told me earlier on, and I carried it on to to Real ninety two three, and it was the best and worst thing that happened to me. All right, salute to Nautica De La Cruz, and shouts out to Julio G. Right. Yep. Nautica De La Cruz, when I interned with her, she was the first person to show me the studio back at the beat. And one thing that always stuck, what she said, was real radio personalities don't track. They go live. Uh, so that pressure was already I, I, on. I'm like... Don't track, meaning don't record. Don't record. Don't re pre-record the... Don't put the, your the, stuff in Vox Pro. Don't pre-record the, the talking and then play it on the air. No. They, she's saying go straight up live, turn the mic on and talk. Live right. every single time. Everybody not in radio got to break this shit down. Yeah, I'm sorry. So that was my, you know, my way. Now, add that to I don't know the system and I'm going to prove to myself that I can go live. And... That's why I was shaking. I'm like, okay, I know the songs. I know this. I know that. But once you're on, it's a completely different thing. Yes. Shouts out to Julio G. Because I always heard in the back, like, and mind you, 
the all, we worked with Julio for like one. He was here at Real ninety two three around the same time that we got hired, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, but obviously we looked up to Julio. And one thing I always heard Julio say, "Yeah, man." No interns. I'm answering the phones by myself. Yeah. I'm doing this alone, dolo. So I always carried that on from when we were doing, you know, homegrown out the apartment, when I was at the beat, when I, you know, I'm saying doing all that. I always made it a point to do it by myself. Never had a producer, none of that. No interns, any of that. I mean, we had people come through, but it was like when it came to the work, that's what it was. So you you introduce not having um, the experience of the system going live and not having help. And you were there just to, as moral support, like, oh, you know, got you in. Let's man, we're gonna do this, whatever. But I was shook because here it is, five minute countdown. It's time to go live. What you gonna do? What you gonna say? How are you gonna make an impact? This first, you're thinking about all. So that's where I was at in that moment. I'm like, oh snap. Yeah. Now, to be perfectly honest, I fucked up my first night. What you mean? I just was, I was off. I yeah. just wasn't, you know, because I had all that going on. So much to the point where there was some shit that was, you know, I I wasn't, certain breaks I missed because I just wasn't on time with it. It was a lot of stuff that happened. But again, to bring to bring the point off full circle, had I just said, nah, I don't know it. Oh, nah, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Can I have some help? Like, who knows if they would have passed the opportunity to me? Yeah. They'd have been just probably been like, ah, he's not ready yet. All right, we'll, you know, we'll probably hire him down the line, or we'll, we'll see what's up. It could have been an easy pass. So you're right, and Jeff Sellers is right. You sometimes you got to lie your way into a situation <laughs> and see if you built for it. And I, I learned from that. Obviously, after that, I was like, no, that was a lesson for me. Of no, you you can't be what everybody else does, right? Mm-hmm. You do it in your own way. Now when we do our we do homegrown. There, there's a different way in as far as the mix format. You know what I'm saying? When 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 a DJ is there, it's a whole different element. Yeah. So I took that lesson as okay, I can apply that principle in some ways, but let me get my foot in the door. Let me get established. Let me find a rhythm before I start doing that because it could backfire on you. Uh, so you're right, man. Sometimes you just gotta lie your way and, and make the situation work. I remember when I was I was reflecting on times that I said like yeah I could do it mm-hmm. I remember when I was DJing <laughs> I still do it now I remember when I was DJing right and I was trying to I had just got some DJ equipment mm-hmm. like I just got some DJ equipment and because I couldn't afford my own equipment so I was borrowing equipment a lot and I remember they wanted me to do a jerk party <laughs> and I was like uh, I was like, can, they was like, can you do it? We doing an all jerk party. We don't want to hear nothing but jerk. You talking about like five hours, right? Yeah. I'm, I didn't have five hours Worked of jerk, jerk music. music like I had, like I had a solid hour, mm-hmm. if that. And you know, mind you, jerk at the time, like you know, in L.A. during the jerk movement. Like, you had to play records, and if you played a song for longer than two minutes... Oh, yeah, you had to be in and out. You was a boring DJ. You had to be in and out. So you got to just play the play the part that they like, mix it in real quick, mix out real quick. So I'm just like, yeah, I could do it. For sure. Hell, yeah, I could do it. Because I needed that $200, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, what I'm going to do? Because they, they was like, all right, we got 200 for you. Pull up. And I was and just thinking about how, how long was the party? Five hours. Yeah, dog. That's and I was just like, bro, what am I going to do? I'm going to die in here. <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and I was just like, 
I mean, but I needed that two hundred right, though. Right, that two hundred dollars right. was crucial yeah, for me a long at that time. Way. Yeah, I remember. So yeah. it was just like, yeah, I could do it. And I remember, boy, I was on every YouTube blog, downloading. I, oh, I was downloading Young Kurt. Damn, I was downloading uh, what? Uh, uh, not uh, what you call it? Cold Flames. Oh man! Like I was in. I was downloading everything I could get my get hands, hands on. Yeah. yeah. It was some like it was it was the Go Go Power Ranger. It was all kind of oh, yeah yeah. I was just downloading everything. Does it, say, I could, does it have jerk? Yeah, we're gonna put that in there. We're gonna jerk put that in the song, mix. jerk music, anything. And I, boy, when I tell you, I stretched that. I mean, but you I, see, the thing is, you you learn something about yourself in those moments in which you're capable of doing. And even even when when I had my stretch DJing, it would be the same same way. I'd be like. All right, yeah, I can DJ this wedding, or yeah, I can DJ this, and I mean, all they want to hear is um, this type of stuff. I, I think I honestly, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There was one. Now that I think about it, there was one time I did a quinceanera. Me too. I did a quinceanera. I had no idea. Matter of fact, no. That's when I was. I hosted a quinceanera. You hosted? I hosted a quinceanera. <laughs> had no idea what the fuck <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> Had no idea. I, I forgot about that. Yeah. My boy hit me. He was like, hey, have you ever done it? Yep. Yep. <laughs> done it before. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like that. Because I referenced it to an event that I had done for the radio station. Yeah, for sure. What's the What's the one that happens every year? The one, uh, oh, my God. Damn, oh, I can't think of the name of what it. Up? Anyway, but it's, it's something that happens every single year. Pla- at Plaza... Oh, I can't think of it off top. Anyway, it's a big event that happens, and if you're part of radio, you go there every single year. I can't reference what what holiday it is or what happened, but it's something every single year. Anyway, uh, majority of Mexican crowd. I hosted it before. Thought I'd be cool. Man, when I say that this was difficult. You got exposed. Huh? Oh, I got exposed. But no, I'm, <laughs> no, I made it work out. I made it work out because what I did was – I end up again. My boy, my boy. It was his family, oh, so I was so like, "You knew the people." I knew no. I knew one person, mm. and I knew his his aunt who had hired me, who to do her daughter's quinceanera. Like so, I knew two or three people there, and I'm like, "But the crowd doesn't know me." It's not like I was this this guy from this radio station. They knew I did, you know, worked at a radio station, but I wasn't. I wasn't hired as a personality from the station. It was just like, oh, yeah, you and, you and your boy used to do radio back in the day. We just need somebody to host it. Boom. And lo and behold, my black ass show up. And I'm like, yo, I need some, just give me some some phrases. The phrases worked out, end up doing it. And it just showed me that, yo, if you can you can really challenge yourself and, and challenge yourself and Show what you're capable of doing. And you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. I did the same thing at a bar mitzvah. Get the fuck out of here. I, I, did never, a bar I never knew you did a bar mitzvah. Silas was there. Get out of here. We went together. I did a bar mitzvah. DJed it? DJed it. <sighs> DJed the bar mitzvah. So wait, did you, but you could play hip hop. 
Yeah, they, they liked hip hop, but they also wanted that <laughs> yeah. other shit too. What? What you mean? They wanted some. I don't know what it was. <laughs> they wanted that other shit. It was. It was other. I ain't fucking with you, dog. It was, no, I'm saying it was. It was. It's, in, it's literally in my in my um, crate in my crate as other. It was other because I didn't know what the I didn't know what the, I didn't know what to categorize it as. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, hey, play that. Yeah, play that, for the night. <laughs> play that. And so, at one point though, sometimes you you ever been you ever been doing an event? You just got to hand a nigga the ox court. <laughs> hey man, what you know got? what? Here, man. Hey, would you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I done DJ. I done, I've been DJing a long time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's been times been where I I DJ something for my friend Lee. Shout out to Lee. She's a real estate agent. Amazing luxury homes. Mm-hmm. She had. Her people flying from middle from overseas, the Middle East. I think I remember you telling me about that. One and too. they wanted some shit that I don't, I didn't even know what oh, it was man. or what they was talking about. So they you wanted would put, to hear it. you would put that in the other category hey. also. Hey, hey, oh, you gave them the ox score. <laughs> Who want to plug in? Hey, this gonna go directly to the speakers. I, this gonna go straight into the speakers because <laughs> I don't know what you are talking about right now. <laughs> I don't even know how to download. I don't that. know how to spell what you just said. <laughs> like, Here, just go. Yeah. You go. So you know, sometimes it go like that. Hey, but it 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 shows you what you built up. Show you, you what you made, made of, man, for sure. No, and I and I, I love that because it's it's one of those teachable moments. And anybody that's hearing this, it's not a, it's not saying you should always lie in every situation, but damn it, sometimes that that sometimes gets your foot in the door. Man. Now there's a there's a chance you could get exposed, as long as you understand that and you okay. Long, yeah. As long as you you know you okay with. Getting booed and getting tossed out the spot and all these other things, the worst thing that can possibly happen, then cool. And, you know. Listen, a little exposure ain't never hurt nobody. Ain't nothing, you know nothing what I'm saying? A little, little, little vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I know you saw the interview with Bruno Mars talking to Charlemagne and them yeah. about uh, cultural appropriation. I love how he addressed it, how he talked about it, and just kind of answered, like, basically. A lot of people kind of coming coming down on, on Bruno Mars. I don't know why, um, but just throwing a cultural appropriation term at him. And he was like, look, man, you can clearly see there's not an interview that I haven't done that I haven't said that, you know, I've been inspired by MJ, inspired by Prince, by James Brown. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these people. And if, you know, it's going to continue to happen, people are going to continue to say these things, what you going to do with it? He's like, it is a time where it bothered me, but... It's social media. You know, people are going to say what they're going to say. So I like the fact that he was confident in his answer. I look at body language now when it comes to interviews, and you can tell when when an artist is uncomfortable answering questions. Yep. But I didn't get that from him. I got that, you know, look, I know this question was going to happen. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it. I'm sure it's going to probably come up again. But I signed up. This is what I signed up for, and it is what it is. Plus, Bruno Mars is rich as fuck. I mean, yes, but sometimes but, but, that that you don't you don't know what people be going through. Like I understand that, that validation for a lot of people, rich or not. Sometimes it's a real thing for people. I understand all of that, and I'm with you. But but Bruno Mars rich as fuck. Okay, I listen. I, I okay. You this was in the Breakfast Club interview, right? Mm-hmm. I remember Charlemagne saying. Charlemagne said. That think about this, right? Just think about this. And I, I I remember him saying this on the pod. There's a guy who got his penis cut off, right, for social media clout. He mm-hmm. literally admitted it. He was like, he had his homeboy take a knife and cut his penis nah, off cool. because he wanted social media attention. 
So when these people are talking on the internet, yeah. that's whose attention you're you're vying for. Right. You're trying to get the 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 approval mm. and the praise from people who think like that. Yeah. Fuck them people. <laughs> that's how I feel. So when I see when I if I'm looking at somebody like Bruno Mars and I know what my contributions are to whatever I'm doing, yeah. whether it's an equitable charity or whether it's, you know, whatever, uh, um, you know, how people do the um, the cancer, uh, the fight for cancer shit mm. or things like of that nature. Whatever you're doing to contribute to society is what you're doing to contribute to, con- to society. Who cares what these people think? Like, do I think Bruno Mars? I think Bruno Mars is no different than The weekend. Explain. And what I mean by that is The weekend has become whatever his music is at the time, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at, if you go all the way back to even like the, whatever album the I Can't Feel My Face song was on, I think it was called I Can't Feel My Face low key. Uh, I'm not the biggest Weekend fan, but whatever he's doing musically, he's that's that's what he's doing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Bruno Mars the same way. When he was doing the other stuff, he dressed the part. You never saw him out of character. Got you. Right? Yeah. Uh, even if you go back and you look at uh, American Gangster. When Jay Z put out the American Gangster album, you always saw him in American Gangster. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you look at it's certain people who embody whatever they're doing musically, mm. and that's what it is. Um, when Beyonce was doing the uh, what was it Sasha Fierce? Mm-hmm. You only saw her as Sasha Fierce. True. So it's like I think that people look at the look at art or expression and think it's oh it's appropriation oh it's doing that you don't know what the person's reason is for doing it and that's why i say it's not the what it's always the why Mm -hmm. let's figure out why somebody's doing it if they don't have any malicious intent then why are we charging them with malicious intent well i saw one person comment and say um oh oh he's doing black media again oh that's that's good oh good for him (laughs) so basically implying that Yes, while he's playing this role, he can jump in and out of that role whenever he see fits. Agree. Where you know, as as black people, they you're black. Ain't yeah. no turning that shit off. So I get, I get where some people may feel offended, but again, watch and listen to the actions of somebody. Now I don't know if he's there's any truth to him denying black media or whatever the case may be, right? But w- look at everything that he's done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know Bruno Mars to to kind of ha- hold that. Um, that malicious intent, like when it comes to uh, to race, I I just I don't see it. I and, and a lot of the inter- interpretation could be off from other people that I have, you know, experienced that or or maybe watched it from afar. Who knows? But I, I I get why certain people may have something to say, but I would say just dig into it a little bit more. And is it really what you're coming up with? Um, well, it says here that Bruno Mars, and this is according to Google. Bruno Mars, uh, is, his father's half Puerto Rican and half Jew, half Jewish, mm-hmm. and um, from somebody U- Hawaiian, right? Somebody from, U- from Ukraine and Hungary, and his mom is uh, Filipino in Hawaii. Oh okay. no, she's probably Filipino from Hawaii. So she's Filipina and has some Spanish ancestry. Okay, but they they she migrated to Ho- to Hawaii. Got it. Okay, it's a Polynesian, right? I think that's politics. So he's like an ambrosia yeah. of shit. Yeah. But again, when you have people, when there's, whenever you say cultural appropriation, a lot of the times it's linked to black. Did, did Eminem culturally appropriate? 
Some people say yes. Some people say, you know, I say no. But did Taco Mel culturally appropriate? Oh, that's a good one. I don't think so. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. where are we going with this shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it, it like, so what you're saying to me is there should be no Mexican-owned soul food restaurants, mm. just like there should be no black-owned taco spots. That's a good point. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. I'm just saying, how far are we going with this shit? Right. So, like, that that that'd be my problem. Like, my problem is I think people just don't got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like people, all these people. That's why I hate cancel culture, and that's mm-hmm. why I don't like all of these think pieces. Be, like there was a whole think piece with video and everything being put together about me and my situation with the other DJ in mm-hmm. LA. Right? Yeah. It was a whole YouTube video think piece, yeah. and it was like, what the fuck? How'd you come up with this? It ain't even that deep. Right. Like what you mean? <laughs> so I'm like, I fuck the internet yeah. when it comes to. What people are saying or whatever. I use YouTube comments to humble myself. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I want to go in there when I'm feeling myself. I just closed another deal. <laughs> and I think that I'm the shit. I go in there. I read my YouTube comments. Bring myself back down to earth. Yeah. Who's the black guy with the hat? <laughs> Where's Letty? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It be all that kind of shit. Right, right. So it just be like, all right. For sure. That's what I use it for. But other than that, I don't think Bruno should. I mean, he. I think he handled it well. I think it just sucks because cultural appropriation is a real thing. Yes. You know, they, these are these are real issues, but I feel like it's directed towards the wrong people. Now, now here's the thing. There is a point to be made when you're talking about marginalized black culture, mm-hmm. right? Because let me see. I'm going to tell you, let me give you a great example. Marginalized black culture. Uh, all right. So I posted this video of these white people playing I posted a video of these white people playing rugby basketball or whatever the fuck this shit is right it's, I put white people uh, uh, white people shit season 3 episode 6, 7, 82 right and it's just white people playing whatever weird form of European basketball where they wrestling at the same time right <laughs> now somebody commented on this and I'm going to tell you what he said he said so what I said is, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna read my caption. Okay. My caption says, Tyler and Jackson decided to settle their differences on the court. Tune in to see the shocking season finale as the Toronto <laughs> Trust Funds take on the Pennsylvania <laughs> privilege. I thought it was hilarious. That was witty. That it was, was it was just some witty, it was yeah, a witty, yeah. it was some witty asshole shit. Yeah. This guy comments, he said, So, what if a leader slash spokesperson of the white community made a series called Black People Shit and used names like Jamal or Jaquisha <laughs> to explain shit that black people do. What would would that be acceptable or is only okay for you to do asking for a friend? Is it a white friend or this is a white person? Okay. I said it's a double standard that I take full advantage of. <laughs> white people are not the minority nor the marginalized subset of society. So that being said, you got to take advantage of your advantage, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, hey, look, you know, white people, you don't get pulled over as often as I do. You might take the, you might take the yellow light. Take these jokes. Too. You might take the yellow light. Yeah. I'm not going to take the yellow right. light. I'm going to slow down and come to a halt. 
right, right? right? Because I know that the probability of me being pulled over in Burbank, California supersedes your probability of being pulled over Burbank, California. That being said, when I have an advantage to take, God damn it, I'm going to take it. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you, you, <laughs> I'm just what, what, what does Charlamagne say? You got to use your black privilege, right? Hey, listen, man. I'm going to take full advantage of saying the N-word in the presence of white people, <laughs> knowing that I can say it and they can't. Yes, I am going to take that. Because you know what? All in, We saw it during the whole quarantine. We saw it during uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. All these Karens out here taking full advantage of their privilege, mm -hmm. calling the police on niggas not doing nothing. Yeah. And, and, and niggas, 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 uh, that's four of them right there. Yeah, there you go. Hey, white people, you know what I'm saying? We fuck with y'all. <laughs> niggas painting on their own house and shit. You calling the police. Mm. Niggas barbecuing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, niggas hanging out in the parking lot of their own property. You calling the police. This white lady called the police and said this man is 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 doing harm to her. And he had was filming her. Right. That's the one with the dog? Yeah. Yeah. Like, get the f Anyway, that being said. Yeah, she's going to take full advantage. I'm going to take full advantage of my privilege. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I mean, when you, when, you put it in, when you put it in context, I think that's where a lot of people kind of have to look at the, the full spectrum of it. And so when people get offended by that, it's like, okay, well, you want to switch places? No, they don't. No. You don't? You don't. You want to switch places with me just so you can say the N-word? That's what you want to do? It's worth it for you? Is it worth it? Do you think it's worth it? That's a great question for white people. I'll say call. Oh, he's probably asleep Who? right now. White homie Sean. I'm gonna call Sean. Let's see if Sean picks up. Shouts out to the homie white homie Sean, man. He's he's been doing radio with us here at iHeart. He's in Detroit right now, so I think he's he's uh, probably asleep. He has a, he has a little baby too. Yeah, he's probably knocked out, bro. He's knocked out. I don't care. But but Sean gets it. I think he he's gonna definitely not take debate. I'm gonna call him and we're gonna see. He's not gonna take debate. I don't he think he has no interest. He's in to Detroit. Even. He probably yeah, is two asleep. hours uh, two hours ahead, two or three. He probably is. Asleep. Yeah, it's, it's almost one o'clock over there. Hey, it's Sean from yeah yeah. <laughs> he's that. Hey hey hey. Um, I'm, hey I'm not I'm asleep. Not, I'm not taking debate. I'm bitch. not taking your <laughs> phone call. I'm taking advantage of my privilege, and I'm going to sleep in. Love the homie Sean, man. Um, was there anything that we missed that we need to talk about? I feel like we... we I do want to ask a white person something, though. Before we get off? I want to ask them if they would be willing to switch places or trade trade their... Like, who's a white person? Would you want to be black and why? Who's a person that's in the culture that we know? Um... Matt. Yeah, but Matt not I am not gonna Matt not gonna get on. Okay then. Yeah. Um who else? We know white people. I don't know. No, see here's the thing. We I know we know what oh. Let's call our favorite homegirl Alex. Let's call Alex. Alex might not pick up. No, she's gonna pick up for sure. She might not answer the question. No, Alice is gonna say no. She's she's not gonna she's not gonna do it. She's gonna say no. She's gonna say no. No, I'm saying her answer is gonna be no. She'll do the she'll do the she'll answer the question, but I think her answer is gonna be no. Give her full. Let her know. I am. I am. That we on. And for the folks that's watching this or listening, sorry for it. <laughs> <We're back. laughs> she sleep. She said what? <laughs> I just washed my face. I'm getting in 
right, look. So look, we we on the air, right? Oh, Listen. Yeah. All right, so we on the air. Hold on. Hi. All right, so look, Alex. Yeah. Can you see? Yes. You can see the you can see the screen. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about uh, uh utilizing our privilege um as black people, as black men to kind to I'm utilizing my privilege to exercise my right to have double standards when it comes to certain things. But we needed a white person. Oh, I need to call Joe too. We needed a white person to ask the what was the question, Chuck? Is it would you switch places with a black person? And if so, why? Would, I... would you want to be black for Wait. for any reason? Did you say I want to be like just in general? Sure. Or a it... black person? No, no, no. Just like, in could ge- I be Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, she, that's a good point. she said, "Can she be Beyonce?" I don't dog. think we. I don't think we ruled out the terms. Like, is that is that something we can say or no? What you mean? Is, is that? Is that a, if, she said, "If she wants to be Beyonce, could she be? Could she yeah. be Beyonce?" Yes. Is that a yes? Like, yeah. I would want to be Beyonce. Hell yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. But you have to deal with everything that Beyonce has to go through, good and bad. As a black woman, as a black woman, yes. I mean, okay, so I know what you're trying to ask. Okay. And the question is, because I know that that question gets posed for people, like white people all the time want to act like they're black, steal black culture, everything. But if it came down to it, white people would not choose to be black because it is a harder experience. I don't deal with racism. I, you know, we live vastly different. So I would not choose that life um but if you're asking if i would want to be beyonce the answer is yes <laughs> <laughs> i love it all right i perfect. love it tell me we got the, we got the answer yeah that's we the got answer. that's the answer all right so if you could be beyonce then yes yeah okay yeah, then she's <laughs> like uh yeah hell yeah if i could be rihanna like uh, there are so many people so many people <laughs> that i would like to be but not just like keisha like me, but black is what you're asking. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to be like me, but if I was black. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that's you're ba- you're basically asking, would you want to take on the plight of black women? I don't think anyone would on- answer that honestly. Yes, which is why white people need to stand up for black people. And also, not see other culture. I digress. All right. Thank you. Alex Alex. on the mic, ladies and gentlemen. Alex is amazing. Thank you. Appreciate you. Was that all live on air? (laughs) Well, we're live recording right now. Yeah, you you on. Yes. Yes. Okay. Love you, Alex. We we hit you back. Please don't edit it so it makes me sound. (laughs) 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 No, I don't want to be black. Black people. Don't. Don't do me like that, okay? <laughs> we got you. No edits on this one. Got no you. edits, no filters. Got All right? Thank you. All right, Alex. Love, love you, man. Guys. Have a good love one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I told Yo. you. She's like, I ain't. No. She's like, I ain't fucking with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not fucking with that, and I'm not fucking with you right now. But Beyonce, I'm fucking with that. Um. That, so, yes, that I guess that was the whole point. Bruh. That that's hilarious. I'm good. All right. Well, uh, just a good reminder. 
to tap in homegrown radio uh the podcast of course we've been giving you guys a lot of episodes shout out to danny lay who's been very um you know, gracious with her time recently on one of the, the past episodes. Appreciate her taking over for International Women's Day. Uh, and I'm not sure the order of how we dropping these episodes. So salute to We have no been, idea. Yeah. And we ain't finna lie. And at all. No, this at is At all. Fuck the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of episodes that's coming out. And we got a lot more that we're uh, recording. What's the name of the episode? This one right here? Yeah. Lie to Kick It. Lie to Kick It. I'll yeah. take that one. <laughs> yeah. Lie to Kick It. Yeah, that's it. All right, well, it's Homegrown Radio, uh, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and we'll catch y'all next time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.